This is Jack Gottlieb with the L&D Transmission Podcast where business leaders share their advice. It's five questions in nine minutes because talent development needs to create value and generate results quickly that balance immediate needs and long-term transformation. So let's get to it. In a few sentences, please tell us who you are and what you do. Stephen Childs, I'm the uh, CHRO of Panasonic Automotive and also an executive coach that specializes in uh, development, uh, behavior change, and habit formation. So this idea of transformation in this podcast is really exciting to, to be a part of. So thanks for the invite. Absolutely. Especially with the progression and showing priorities I know you're going through right now. So in parallel to that, Stephen, what is the best thing about being in learning and development right now or occupying space, certainly, where that's a critical asset? Yeah, I mean, the space is so wide open right now, right? The Yeah, it's, it's before you're really kind of figuring out what to cultivate from a learning and an objective standpoint, uh, at least the, you know, the years that I've been doing this. And now we have so much to focus on. It's how do we prioritize so many things and get the most out of the learning and uh, development space? Probably in your executive career like mine, a lot of people that we, I'm sure we both talk to, I know I hear, hey, this is going to continually evolve. This is going to continue to grow, not just in the independent need, but like we talked about, this kind of embedded part of human capital, capability for the business. How do you see things continually shifting? To that point, uh, people are starting to pull this into them versus us push it on them for all the reasons that you were kind of talking about. It's uh, it's no longer this nice to have increased leadership skills, right? It is the company's culture's changed in the way that if I don't figure it out really quick, if I don't figure out how to be authentic, if I don't figure out how to have better conversations or help navigate change for my team, I'm done, right? I'm, it's going to be very difficult for me, one, as a leader to be able to uh, continue to lead at a high level in an organization. But just think of the changes that are taking place. You talk about technology. Just think about the technology that's taking place on what it takes to lead your team. How do you learn that? How do you learn that quickly? How do you assimilate that and blend it in with your reskilling of your job from a technical perspective? And then think about the sort of the leader aspect of it, the technology, the IT communication space where you know, your people are scattered all over the world and you're figuring out how to bring them together and lead them as a team. It's a lot. I mean, it's a lot for people to try to, to your point, navigate. And it's, there's, not everybody has the answer for sure. And they're figuring out how to ask for it better. It's a well said point, right? Microsoft Teams, I think is a great example, right? Where it's a phenomenal platform of folders, groups, my messaging is there, my files can be there. But then you've got folders and folders and teams within teams, all good and great. And any other platform one company uses doesn't have to be that. But just like, where where is my home from a tech standpoint? So when we're talking about real touch, in-person or virtual, it's clean, but then the technology is there to enable and sustain it. And to your point, what I go to to learn, what I go to to work, what I go to to collaborate, where and how we house, where and how we manage, still my emails and messaging, all great, just like I'm sure the technology, as we both know, that's evolved within cars and automotive, driverless technology, electric vehicles, uh, app-enabled cars. All of it's great, but how do I simplify the use of it, right? So I think I think what you're alluding to 
while it feels like it's overstated, I think in some ways it's understated because of, of the need that exists there. So when you look at that in parallel to the journey that you're taking with Panasonic Automotive or just in general, what what recommendations would you have for, for folks that are embarking on the same or they don't even realize they're about to embark on it, but it's coming for them based on wherever the company's at? What would you recommend? Yeah, one, to your point, is figure out how to consolidate. What we do, we consolidate it. We call it the modern workplace. And that consists of a lot of different things, right? But that includes the technology you're going to be using to lead your people. But it also includes the skills that you're going to need uh, from a leadership perspective. And we kind of put it all into kind of one umbrella. So everybody knows how to get to it. Here's what's expected from a modern workplace. And again, to your point, it's not just the technology tools and how to use Teams better, and but it's sort of the the neuroscience behind it of why are you going to do this? Why are you going to involve your team in this way? Why are you going to be so much more transparent? And so you're not just teaching them to be transparent; you're explaining why they need to be transparent. Uh, so it's it's um, sort of taking that leadership development and putting it in the, almost say like the Simon Sinek version, the, the golden circle of the what, why, and how. That's great. One of the things you highlighted earlier in, in your answer was kind of this idea of we have to really thread and connect, and I'm paraphrasing, but stacking it, right? It's not just teaching transparency. And then let's say, okay, we taught you the skill, then it's the, the, the EQ and or mindset. And then we're going to look at the data or projects or how we communicate and put up protocols or standards. It's what I heard you say is we've got to thread and stack that. What we learn, how we apply it, how we make it real, how we embed it and hardwire it, period. Not learning, 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 and competency mapping and model. Can you talk a little bit about whether you use the word stacking or whatever might might parallel for you the the you know kind of the way to look at it. What is key for for you there and how you do that? So when they're learning, they don't realize they're learning. And when they're working, it's all connected to a modern way of work. Maybe an example of how you all have embarked on it uh, to make it real. Yeah, I mean, one of the things that we used to do for years is the L&D group and the HR team, we actually uh, delivered the training, right? Whether it was us delivering the training or we went out and brought in the training group to do that. And we've we've shifted that. Uh, a lot already, but even the, the 23 plan, because again, the evolution of what we're trying to do is just going to keep evolving. Uh, we're using our uh, enhanced development team, sort of our high potential team, to get involved. So we turn our L&D group from six, seven, eight people into 100 people. But if you've got 100 people and you can create these workshops and people can go to those workshops based off their need, their gaps, their leadership gaps, their development plans, the limitations of what can be trained in this stacking format uh, becomes less and less. And it becomes stickier and you get more engagement. You talk about employee experience. The engagement level is so much different when the business is training the business. It's, uh, it's a pretty cool process. So I, 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 that was fantastic. It was a great example. Thank you for sharing that. Last question, who or what inspires you the most? From a business perspective, uh, we've done so much work uh, over the last six years from a culture perspective 
to include, you know, how do you really embed L and D as 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 part of your culture? And you know, a lot of uh, the ideas, even from a culture perspective, there's a company uh, called WWT Worldwide Technologies, Jim Cavanaugh and Ann Mar, uh, Jim, uh, one of the co-founders and CEO, and Ann Mar being the CHRO. The things that they do unapologetically to develop their leaders to those culture models is still impressive to me. You know, even going back six, seven years ago when I had a chance to talk to some of those uh, people at that organization, the things they were doing then of bringing their people in on a regular basis to make sure they're doing this right and contextualist right and put it and put it, you know, the, the idea of doing it from the business to the business is really some things that uh, sort of uh, ripped off from them and they shared with me that we took and figured out how to do it at Panasonic Automotive. But it, the commitment level at the executive, uh, at that executive team to bring their people in on a regular basis to make sure they're doing it right and hold them accountable, that accountability and make it part of their culture has just been an impressive. And I've talked to companies all over the world uh, not many executive teams hold themselves that accountable for getting this space right. Uh, so that's always been very impressive to me and sort of one of my goals to uh, kind of emulate. I love that. I love that. It was a pleasure having you on. I think this was fantastic. This is Jack Gottlieb with the L&D Transmission Podcast. For more insights and ideas, you can go to our LinkedIn page, the L&D Transmission Podcast. Thank you.